Hello, lovely listener. Welcome back to my podcast where love waits for you. So, today is October 25th, and last Wednesday, I went to the police station. I was met with a very empathetic, understanding lady who understood. I'll leave it at that. She knew what I had been through, and she was the best person to tell the story to. Let's just put it that way. She understood. I said, do you think it's weird that I didn't know it was traumatic until a week ago? She said, no, like sometimes things happen in your childhood and you think this is just the way things are. That's exactly how I felt. I thought, well, I didn't think very much. I disassociated as a means to survive. I'm learning more about that as I go along. But, yeah, she understood that. She said that made complete sense. That, And some people never, ever, ever get, feel safe enough to deal with their trauma. People release trauma once they feel safe. And I have released a lot. And it was just my body was ready. With that said, I don't know what comes next. I don't know <laughs> what I need to heal next. I know that I have touched on, you know, mommy issues, daddy issues, all that stuff. I want to make it clear, as far as my dad goes, he's been nothing but my hero through all the crazy years, through the present he knew nothing about this. My mom purposely didn't tell him. If I have an abandonment wound, because I'm here to speak the truth and I'm here to be compassionate and as pure as I can be, I may have an abandonment wound, but it's not because he did anything wrong. Just like someone that could be adopted may have an abandonment wound from that, even though that person that gave them up did the best that they could. My dad did the best that he could. But to honor people that have wounds, you have to face them. You have to acknowledge them. It doesn't matter if no if people didn't do you wrong for you to get them. It doesn't take it away. <laughs> so nobody is to blame, but there are wounds to deal with. I don't know if that's my first one. I don't know if that's what's next. I know right now I just, I'm comfortable. And, you know, that was a really intense healing process a week ago. And I'm fine if I just stay here lighter and freer and just airy for a second. But I know that that's not as interesting. Um, I mean, I had like three podcasts that I was able to release all over one thing that I needed to heal. So I'm sure some more will come up. But to get you excited about a future guest, because eventually there it will there will be some things about this that I want to make it a little more um, streamlined or not streamlined. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? That's what a co-host would be good for. See, right now I'm just like sitting here talking to myself I have a girl that I want to come on and I've actually been 
people have been requesting her. Everybody said, who's your energy lady? And my husband said, you need to make sure with her that she's okay with you giving out your her information. And I said, well, she's like me. She's a business lady. You know, she's not going to mind. Sure enough, I was right. But I did ask her, as my husband suggested. And not only is she okay with me letting you all know who she is, but she's going to be a guest on my podcast. We're going to do one together, and I think it's going to be called Demystifying the Woo-Woo. <laughs> she actually came up with that, and I thought that was really cool. I might think of something else, but we're going to get it. I have some questions to ask her, and I'm going to tell her to break it down for us. Like, act like you're speaking to me, because she knows I don't study Chinese medicine. I don't want to. She did something on her Instagram the other day, and she was like, Hey, if I should record videos to show you guys how to self-test would you guys be interested? And I said, no, because I'm, to be honest, I'm a little lazy in that area. I'd just rather go see you and you take care of me. So that might be the next episode. We'll see. I did want to, um, come on here because I want to continue releasing episodes weekly. And I wanted to update you. So you knew how did that go with the police station? Well, I didn't shed a tear. And she told me that regardless of the statute of limitations, she's given it to the DA that they're going to bring him in and make him sweat a little bit and make him know that they know. If this podcast isn't already helping with that, I do come from a small town. Word does travel and I have been at the receiving end of, you know, rumors with my mom where it's negatively impacted me. And now it's almost like I'm not spreading a rumor. I'm spreading the truth. And some of the stuff that they said about my mom was true. Um, the sacrificing chickens, my mom never sacrificed chickens or anything like that. But a lot of the things, you know, they were, I remember I was on three way when I was nine years old or no, not in 12. And, um, it, none of this started till I was 12, the demon stuff. That'll be an episode, angels, angels and demons. But, um, a boyfriend, that I liked, he liked me, and as soon as he liked me, I didn't like him, and then I wanted him to like me again, and we were on three-way, me and two of our friends, him, me, and one of our, one of our friends, and I was, like, secretly on the phone, and I think my other friend was on there, too, so it was, like, four of us, but I was, like, silently there, and they said, why won't you um, go back out with Celia, and he said, I don't want to go out Celia because her mom throws up demons in a trash can. So, I mean, it did affect me. It was, it was more than just scary. It, you know, affected my relationships. But, um, on that note, I am going to forgive her. I'm going to forgive her, but I'm going to have to keep as much distance as possible until I'm ready to see my mom or talk to my mom and know that she will not admit that she didn't tell my dad for the reason of him not trying to get me back. That was manipulative and I don't think that she can face that about herself. I'm very vulnerable. I obviously face all of my demons. I want all the darkness out of me. I want to be the most whole and healed person, not everyone is like that. Some, maybe even listening to my podcast is too hard for them. It brings up their own 
stuff that they don't want to deal with. And I don't necessarily believe in demons. I don't know. Maybe I do. I don't know what to call them. Um, but I know that I've had darkness leave me and I believe in light and I believe in dark and I've never seen an angel and I don't want to just for the record. I also don't want to see spirit guides or anything like that. (laughs) And I think, you know, I talked to a lady once and I was like, I feel like I'm a very spiritual person, but all these experiences that some people have that write books and stuff I've never had. And they said, well, Maybe that's a good thing because I actually want to not scare people off and I have such a loud mouth that I would be telling you, like, for instance, if I'm every day when I meditate, if I'm like having a conversation with spirit guides, you think I'd be able to like keep that from you guys? I would have to tell you. And then I would lose a bunch of you because you would be like me and be like, what in the world? But I do believe in spiritual gifts and I do believe, um, in some of the things I saw when I was a child, I can't unsee it. The things that my mom, you know, went through. I don't, still don't understand it. A lot of it. Why she never got free other than mental illness may just carry a ton of darkness with it. And sometimes we just have to be medicated. That's all. As of today, if I haven't already shared, it is October 25th, and it is my husband's birthday. I have been having a great past couple weeks. I have not felt like I needed to release anything. I know this is my journey to self-worth and healing, so I know something else is going to happen, I'm sure, but things are pretty good and I hope that doesn't bore you I hope you find that to be encouraging and I hope that you know one day whenever we've talked I've shared everything with you that you'll still want to listen to me as a healed person because you'll know that I relate to whatever you're you've gone you're going through like I do understand I do get it I just I guess I fear If I get everything out and I don't have any trauma, then what could I offer others other than, because I can't, once I move past it and I've told the story, I'm not going to every three episodes go back to the time I was molested. I know it. I've healed from it. It's in the hands of justice, and I'm moving on. I don't believe, I do believe in facing things, but I don't believe in continually going back there. I know my energy lady, who I've already talked about, and who you're going to meet, Elizabeth, she said that she had a friend that had gone through a very traumatic thing with a car wreck or something, and she gained like a ton of followers because people kind of latched on to that aspect and then now that she's healed and in a better place you know her engagement's gone down I guess that's not a the same situation that I'm in because I haven't really I'm telling you about darkness that I've been through but 
you're not coming to me because I'm in it, I guess. I'm just thinking out loud here. I know I want to release an episode today. I know you have tons to catch up on. I just want to remain consistent and send a message out to you every week. And I hope you don't mind if this one um, isn't as eventful as, (laughs) I guess eventful is a good word, as the others. One thing that I will say that's on my heart to share is that part of the process of becoming whole and healing is letting go of the victim mentality. I didn't stay in that trauma, obviously, about the molestation. I was grieving, and then I got really angry, and then I did something about it. I went and I told on them, like somebody should have done a long time ago for me. And that was empowering. And that is getting your power back. That is not being a victim. Yes, I was a victim, but that is not victim mentality to do something like that. I think it's easy to attach ourselves to feeling feelings of pity almost. I've seen people in my family just feel pity for themselves. And that's been a fear of mine even whenever I shared my story for the first time at 25 years old is I feared people's pity. I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And I want people... I love hearing that people are experiencing emotions listening to my podcast. I don't know why I like want you guys to laugh and cry, but okay, I do know. It's good for us. It's good. There's been times where all I wanted was a tear. I was so cold and so gone from my heart that I just, I was doing some very awful things to myself just to feel something just to feel anything. I just, my heart was so cold and I wanted to feel something. And I think that's good for people. It puts you in touch with your heart. Even if it's not even your issues that you're healing while you're listening to mine, if you feel something from what I have to say, that's you in touch with your heart. That's your own journey that you're going on and you're, it's telling you something. I don't know what it's telling you when certain things resonate with you. But if you can keep that relationship with your heart strong, I don't see how it could ever lead you in the wrong direction. You know, they say the heart is deceitful above all things, but there's so many different translations of the Bible. I think it's more like emotions, you know, the feeling of you think you love someone, but it's really like anxious attachment or whatever it's or it's some kind of toxic cycle you're in and it's not really another way to let go of the victim mentality those of us that have been in toxic relationships they did this they did that they abused us whatever to take our power back we have to think what did I do what part did I play no No one deserves to be beaten, period. But what did my actions say about myself? Did they say that I loved myself? 
Did they say, I look to you to tell me my worth? What kind of power did we give away initially for them to even put us in those positions? Again, I was a victim. You were a victim if you went through that. What I'm talking about right now is releasing the victim mentality. It doesn't change the fact that we were victims. But for me to be the best person I want to be and the most powerful person we can be, we can't have the mentality. And we tell on people. <laughs> we tattletale. <laughs> We do whatever we can to get our power back. And it's not from a place of ego. It's a place in the heart that we do. You know, here's an example of ego. And I shared this with my writing coach. I said, when I was in the thick of my anger over a week ago about my mom, I said, do you know it's a misdemeanor to not report a crime to my husband? I said, my mom could get in trouble. And he said, so you're not going to press charges against your mom. That's like, you can't undo that. And I was like, yeah, but just to like, I wouldn't mind it. I would pay the $2,500 that they charge her just for the point of it. That I told my writing coach that not saying that that's how I felt today, but just kind of laughing about it, you know, with my, how like the state I was in with my husband. And she said, that's, you know, the ego and whenever you do things to, like, prove a point, that is the ego talking. But if it's from your heart that you just want to heal and you just want to get justice, then you're on the right track. And that's where, even with me writing my book, not everybody is comfortable with my level of openness. It's not my job to make everyone comfortable. However, I want to honor the relationships I have and there's a way to tell my story without I don't want to say there's a way to tell my story without making others uncomfortable because that's impossible, but there's a way to tell my story where I can have a clean clear conscience that First of all, I feel like my heart is pure. And I don't think that it's that way naturally. I think I think because and this is not pushing any religion down anybody's throat. I don't want to turn anybody off by saying this. But I think when I asked Jesus into my heart as a little girl, whether however you want to call it, something special happened to my heart and I think that that's the way with a lot of Christians. That's why we can all kind of get behind that they mostly are all good people just trying to do the right thing. I think there's something special about people's hearts that have either asked Jesus into their heart or like look to him in whatever capacity. Um, or maybe how, maybe it's just my heart. I don't know. But I just know that it happened when I was six. So I don't really remember another version of me other than this. I don't even remember where I was going. This is why I need a freaking co-host. <laughs> or at least somebody to like bounce, you know, with. It seems to be whenever my husband's on here, I'll get that look like, I don't know where I was about to say. And like, he'll pick up. <laughs> it's like, I'll get caught. But you guys said you like it because it's like a conversation. So only thing is this episode, I'm not making you cry or laugh. 
Um, so I'm sorry, but I wanted to get something out so I can remain consistent. You know, I just couldn't hold on to four episodes and release them a week at a time. That's just not my nature. I can't keep a secret. Plus, I didn't want anybody to think I was um, stuck in any kind of trauma or anything like that. I wanted you to see how quickly you can heal when you face stuff. It or I don't know, I'm pretty intense. So it might, for some people, it might not be as intense, but, and it might last longer. For me, it's really intense and then it's gone. But, oh, about how you share things. I feel like my heart is pure and I feel like my heart's in the right place. If anyone finds offense to the things I say, I'm sorry. I do not mean to hurt anyone. But this is also about no one but me and my healing and getting my story out there so it can heal other people. Because I've heard, you get it, you understand me, I've gone through the same thing more times than I can count since I've released this podcast, which tells me there is a need for this type of truth speaking. So I'm sorry, but not sorry if you're uncomfortable with me sharing my truth. I will do it in the most loving, compassionate way possible. I'll also do it from a place of, I don't, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, the stuff with my mom, my ranker said, how does she feel about that? My mom had already gone through the ringer when the whole town said the things about her. She... When I wrote my book, she's like, get it all out there. I don't care. You know, she's in this state of, she's apologetic too. Not everybody could apologize. She may not want to face, it may be hard for her to face that she, because she wants to be like, you know, this gentle, good person. And she mostly is, but she was a businesswoman. She knew what she was doing whenever she did not tell my dad, and that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but that's okay that she may not ever want to face it because I can't control anyone else. I can only control myself. I can only free me. I can't free anyone else. It's been about 22 minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> I do need to go pick up my children from school. My husband's birthday is also today. So we're going to go to dinner and uh, celebrate him. Again, I just wanted to get something out there so you guys knew what it was like after I went to the police um, station. It was very uneventful compared to um, anticlimactic. I guess that's the term I compared to what it was the week before. Honestly, I feel like this episode is super boring <laughs> compared to all the other episodes. But like I said, I want to remain consistent. And next week, I will... Get something together for us, and then by the next week for sure, I'll have Elizabeth on here, and we'll ask her all kinds of fun questions for those that are curious about this whole um, energetic work that I've been doing. So I hope you all are having a great week, and I hope this episode, I guess I'll find out how many times it gets played. It's like I can find out the episodes that people enjoy the most because some get played more than others, like multiple times, and then... Some are just like, yep, we're going to listen to like five seconds of this and quit. So I'll find out what you guys think about this. Hopefully it's still meaningful in some way. And um, 
I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.